Omni HR Consulting, a private college which provides business and people development solutions through training and consulting services. Okay, so this is our third installment to the digital transformation strategy discussion. Welcome, Dot, um, which is the change management specialist at Omni HR Consulting. Hi, Cassandra. Um, thank you. Um, yeah, I've been with Omni since 2015, um, but I've been a change manager since about 2005. At Omni, um, I enjoy my portfolio because it's a blend of project and change management, which is different to most portfolios because most companies either have change or they have um, project management. At Omni, because we're slightly different, um, I've got a foot in both spaces. So. From a change point of view and what we do looking at Omni and where we're finding ourselves, um, I think as a, as, a, as, a, as an approach to change management, we're finding that the rate of change that we have been experiencing, and if I look at Omni alone, um, since I've joined in 2015, um, the pace has been quite progressive, but I think in the last two years, the pace with which change has happened has increased significantly. Yeah, if we imagine. tie to where we are now, yeah, we, we've reached a, a, a stage of unprecedented change where we don't have a blueprint um, that we mm. can look at that says, so in the case of a pandemic, this is what we mm. do. Um, but mm. what we are mindful of is how this change does impact our business. Um, yeah. Not only for us employees at Omni or as a company, but also how it impacts our clients. And as skills development, um, as a skills development provider, more importantly, how it impacts our learners. So mm. change is awesome. a, it's it's quite busy in this space, but I think how we manage it is important um, to yeah. not only our clients, ourselves, but our people as well. Yeah. So Dot, so, so you're obviously aware that about th two and a half weeks ago, um, we tackled this particular topic, which was around who led digital transformation within our organization um, being Omni. And there was a meme going around as to whether or not it was the CEO that led it, the chief technology officer or COVID-19. Um, and I think a lot of companies had to just adapt because COVID came at a time where they weren't not necessarily ready to implement digital transformation at all. So before we get into the digital part of it, don't you want to just give us a bit of an overview? So what exactly should people generally consider when trying to implement any kind of change process? What would be the general rules that applies? So I think um, the first thing to be aware of is the minute in any organization when changes are announced, and it doesn't matter how change ready any organization is, as people, it's our natural instinct that when changes do arise, the first thing we do is there's a bit of resistance. Um, and that mm. resistance is normal. But the resistance mm. is there because it's our human nature to be comfortable with our status quo. So we like things yeah. the way that they are. But sadly, and especially in these unprecedented um, times, doing things the same way is always going to produce the same results. And yeah. we can't afford to be producing the same results of the results we did prior to COVID-19 going forward, um, just purely because of the magnitude of change, um, the new normal we expecting to go back to in the world of work, considering what it was before um, November 2019. And that's from a global yeah. view. 
So I think when you look at it, um, any change that you implement within any organization, you've got your processes, you have your your people and you've got your product or whatever it is that you engage in from a revenue perspective. But no change in any organization can be successful without the buy-in of their people. And the the need for change, um, irrespective of what the need for change is, it's making sure that you're not only leading, making sure that your processes are in place, but that your people are ready to receive the change. And a lot of it comes into um, people resist because they're not sure of what the future looks like. And I mean, clearly in our times now, um, that's more evident than ever. But what does make a significant difference is making sure that the people that lead us. So any change you're going through in an organization, knowing that your management team is there to support you, that is critical. So any change initiative you introduce and depending on the severity of it, it's making sure that you're your management and your leadership teams within the organization firstly buy into the change so that they can be the role models of the change but also making sure that they're involved and moving the people in the direction that needs uh, that they need to be going um that means that it's going to take a significant amount of communication and communication not necessarily only on email um but it's your formal and informal communication modes that you can use Uh. because that's how you would get feedback from people to understand how they're feeling um, when people yeah. feel that they are being included in a process um, because they feel involved, they are a lot more committed to making the change yeah. happen. But it's purely only happens once they understand firstly what the change is that's happening and how it impacts them. And more yeah. importantly, what the future will look like for them. Um, those mm. are all the things that need to be put in place to make sure that um, People are prepared to move with you on this journey. So yeah, your communication yeah. is very important and it's making sure that your people are involved. Yeah. So Dr. So from, from a digital transformation perspective, um, and we've had a couple of discussions, obviously with our technology um, manager, as well as our head of operations. So those were covering two sort of very key elements, the, the technology itself, which is mm. part of digital transformation. And then of course, the very big component, which is people. So in an omni context, how would you have seen change management woven into it? Because I think a lot of organizations might still have this misconception, the technology has been bought, people must just do. So Mm. if you can relate to sort of an omni context and looking at tech was implemented, but there was people consideration, how, how was change management woven into it to ensure that there was early adoption and an actual positive attitudes towards something like digital transformation? So if, if I look back to when we started our digital transformation journey, it may have been something that at a strategic level um, was a focus amongst our senior leadership team, mm. but it wasn't something that it was a secret to everybody within the organization. So I think what was key to us is from the onset, we spent a significant amount of time with our people, especially those that were impacted by the change just making sure that they were able to adapt and that they were ready to receive the changes that were coming. Because remember the changes that we implemented not only were digital, but it was a fundamental shift in the way that we worked at Omni, which meant it impacted Mm. people's work situations from the work that they did to their reporting lines to to the people that they worked with. So we made sure from our side in operations that we involved all our people from the get-go in building the new um we made sure that they had the necessary skills that were needed to adapt to the changing work processes 
And that also gave input to what those changing work processes would be. And for us, I think that was one of the biggest success factors we had because as leaders, we had an, an idea of what happened and what needed to change, but involving people, the people that actually do the work, meant that we had a much clearer view in terms of a level of detail of how that changes needed to be adopted. Um, and we were able to support those processes with our teams. Um, it was ensuring the right, mm, and it was ensuring the right level of support and communication. So um, if I cast my mind back, we had our Lisa, our MD, um, introducing the digital transformation journey to all our staff, mm. um, particularly in the operations space because we were most impacted mm. by it. And mm. subsequent to Lisa positioning it, she was readily involved in the process, but so too our other mm. executives. Um, mm. We had regular communications from our operations executive who was the sponsor um, for the change project as well. So when we went through the digital transformation process, we had regular check-ins with all our teams um, nationally so that they could also give their input. So the one thing that I do feel was a big success factor was the leveling of involvement of our people across all levels. Um, yeah. I think so what was important when we looked at the, the processes that had changed and looking at the manual, the ops manual that we had produced, um, Teams, because teams were involved, um, we got real-time feedback. And that feedback mm. gave us an indication of what was working well, um, areas where we needed to improve, and what we needed to adapt so that our processes remain compliant and that they were efficient and effective. Um, mm. Because it was so new, um, and bearing in mind that while we adopted this, we were adopting in a live environment, um, our teams were nervous because they were scared to make a mistake or to fail. We tried as much as possible to ensure that we gave them a protective environment for learning. Um, that meant that when mistakes were made, um, it wasn't a case of, do you understand the impact? It was, and that's what we've been trying to create in Omni as well, is we see when mistakes happen as an opportunity to learn. So not only do we correct it, um, find ways to to do damage control and I mean it depends on the severity of it but oh, what, it is, yeah. what we saw it as was how, what measures do we put in place so those provided opportunities for us to learn by putting in mm -hmm. um, contingency measures to mitigate risks in the areas where those mistakes had initially um, been, place, been, yeah. been identified and I mean because mm -hmm. if you look at it three years on um, Hmm. Our teams are now, as it relates to our digital transformation journey, if you think of what we had implemented with being dot active, it was float, it was virtual IT. Um, there were quite a lot of um, applications that we had and hmm. software and programs and processes that we had introduced. Our teams are now at the stage where they're quite comfortable to provide suggestions on how we can improve these processes even further. Hmm. What is also nice to hmm. see is the way that each of these individual platforms that we use are, be, are being integrated more and more by the people that are working with them. So they're seeing opportunities okay. for us to improve the way we do things. So in that way, mm. we're also continuously transforming. And because mm. we had onboarded our people at such a critical stage in the process, um, they were willing to adopt it then. And now we can see that they're willing to make it work even further.
That's fantastic. So, so many companies, I don't think from what I understand in the Omni space that we've actually had the luxury of time. So implementing digital transformation, which was an 18 to almost now 24 month journey, we, we could comfortably go, there's a technology or system or application, you've mentioned a few that had to be implemented. How does that get communicated, cascaded, doing blue sky thinking sessions? That's great. I think for companies that might not have had the luxury of time and COVID didn't provide a lot of companies with that luxury of time. Um, they had to just adapt in order to survive. If you look at from that particular context, what advice would you provide organizations that might be listening to this going, it's it's great that you guys had the time to do that. We actually didn't. So from a change management perspective, what advice would you give organizations that were caught off guard um, and that had to adapt? What kind of things can they now put in place or consider to just check that the people are okay and that they are comfortable to, to deal with that new systems or, or processes? Well, I think, um, Cassandra, if uh, if we look at um, the impact of COVID-19 on us as a society in general, I think even the most well-prepared firms with contingency mm. plans and disaster recovery plans, mm. even though we had it on paper, none of us could have foreseen something as radical as this impacting us for such a long duration. Um, mm. I mean, if you think of the 21-day national lockdown that was announced and then it became 35 days and things are constantly changing. And I think changing. just trying to keep afloat in all of this is extremely difficult and it speaks to a certain mm. level of resilience that is required. Um, mm. But I think if you, if, if you take a step back and I think it, it can be overwhelming for many in our personal mm. and our business spaces, our, our professional spaces, we do find it very overwhelming. Mm. Um, there are a lot more factors to consider because this change impacts every facet of our lives. But I think mm -hmm. as leaders, particularly in this time, apart from us focusing on our strategies in terms of how the operation moves going forward, is it's, it's critical to remain close to your people during this time. Because mm. under any circumstance, be it this, which is the pandemic, or be it under normal circumstances, it is our people that... Yeah generate our revenue, whichever way you look at it. And because they are in, in at a stage where even though we um, have moved and now to a level four um, within lockdown, people are still fearful. Um, yeah. they, they, they're fearful of other virus family. So they, they're wearing two hats. It's um, how do I keep safe, but how do I also make sure that there's food on my table? So this is where mm -hmm. leadership comes in. Um, and this mm. is where, as an example, we're driving a digital transformation strategy, one way to make your people comfortable with digital technology is using this technology to keep in touch with your people. So using the, yeah. the, the different interfaces we have, get them comfortable if it's something that they're not necessarily familiar with. Because how mm. you make this work will leave either a positive or a negative feel for them with technology as they go forward. Um, yeah. From an organizational point of view, um, besides your focus on your people, is understanding how the pandemic impacts your people from a work physically that they mm. have to do versus your assets um, and your operations and, and more importantly, your revenue stream. So business as usual mm. before and what grew in your revenue stream in your mm. organization may not be the same going forward. 
because of the changes that the pandemic has introduced. So if you think of social distancing as an example, our ability to engage our customers on a face-to-face -face basis like we've regularly done in the past, opening up a meeting with mm. a handshake, those are things mm. that we won't be able to do for a significant amount of time. Um, and it, 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 so there's a new normal. So how do we adapt to that? Um, as an organization, besides the sanitizing and the making sure we've got our hygiene practices in place, how do we make sure that our people's mental stability, the sense of security, that all of that is in place? And so as an yeah. organization, it's, it's looking at pulling multiple levers in one go, but it's also looking at the strengths that you have within your organization. So who are your people that you know are natural influences that can influence positively and help people to remain connected? Um, it's also an opportunity for the organization to see their leaders as human because as leaders, you are going through the same pain from an impact point of view um, that the, the pandemic brings, even though our circumstances yeah. may be different. Um, but everybody's feeling some sort of pain. Acknowledging that yeah. you are feeling pain just helps make you look a bit more normal in the eyes of your staff. Um, they will look to you for guidance, they will look to you for answers, um, but they're also going to look to you for a sense of security and comfort. So yeah. um, I think also what is what is important is where you can have your operations normalizing from a remote working point of view where you are able to adapt and depending on the technologies you have available within your organization if you can still have a core group of people that runs your business in the absence of being physically present in your office that also goes a yeah. long way into your sustainability and keeping things moving um but i think most of all is um and it's also now everybody's got their hats on from a leadership point of view in terms of making sure that now that companies are going back to work how do you make sure that um your return to work plan factors in all of these things yeah. Um, yeah. what are the mitigating measures you're putting in place to make sure that when you do return to work that not only are your people safe um, and that you are able to sustain your business but also um, what are your priorities when you come back so all of those yeah. things I think yeah. need to be be addressed now um, as we're going through the journey and it's also how quickly are we prepared to deploy so I think mm -hmm. that's where digital transformation plays a big leg um, being digitally transformed allows you to respond sooner, um, to be a bit mm. more flexible in what you're doing, um, making sure that you're able to deploy quickly and effectively. Mm. Yeah, Dad, I think if, I, if I'm listening to you, the, there is no blueprint and there is no one answer that can be applied to any kind of business. Um, thank you so much for your time. Is there anything in closing that you'd like to just add um, in terms of your, your role from a change perspective and an encouragement to anyone listening? Um, I think if you look at, at where we're at as individuals, um, we wear many hats. Um, mm. But I think what's important is we need to look at where we at from a, and it's finding that balance. So it's being real about the situation that we find ourselves in, but it's also being hopeful. Um, right now, when you've got nothing else, you've got, um, we understand the regulations that we need to comply to, but there's a very blurry picture of what the future holds. Um, yeah. When you realize that you're not in it alone, um, mm. that there are, 
significant amount of people that feel the same pain that you are. And when you realize that your response to this pandemic is natural, um, the way you're feeling is a natural response. Mm. You, you're in a better position to absorb it and find better ways to make it work. Because once you, and especially if you are a leader in an organization and you manage a team of people, the sooner you acknowledge your emotions, confront them and deal them, um, the sooner you're able to be that advocate for change. And that's what mm. your teams are going to be looking for. They're going to be looking for you to be the one to give them comfort, to give them a sense of yeah. security and to point them in the right direction. Um, and I think lastly, as a leader, just making sure that even though we're all impacted by it, don't generalize in terms of the impact that people face because this pandemic impacts people differently. For some, it's a huge frustration because they can't go out and walk their dog or go for their morning run. But for others, yeah. it, the impact is significant because their livelihoods are impacted. They've Many people yeah. have lost their work as a result of it. So how you, you approach it is with a certain level of empathy, you have to look at someone else's circumstances because um, you can do more damage than good by doing that. For sure. I think that's Don't it. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Cassandra. It was great chatting to you. Omni HR Consulting, a private college which provides business and people development solutions through training and consulting services. Our solutions are accredited and extends to an e-learning platform which we have recently launched. If you are considering upskilling yourself, your team or business, we would love to partner with you to craft a unique skills development solution to meet your specific needs. For more information, please visit our website at omnihrc.com.